you an artist or creator with a social conscience? Do you have an inspiring story or material to share that's helpful to people? Are you an expert on culture, arts, nature or wellness? If this sounds like you or someone you know, we'd love to hear from you at Can Projects, where we advocate that active engagement in positive and creative outlets is beneficial to our health and environment. Our talk show Can Projects podcast reaches 20 plus online platforms and features insightful, inspiring and expert guests. You can check out the show on our free archives on Spreaker.com and YouTube. We'd love to hear from you, so please feel very welcome to email us at canprojects.info at gmail.com. Help each other. Help us all. Very welcome to the Cam Projects podcast, where we love to talk about culture, arts, nature and wellness. And I'm your co-host and project coordinator, Shane McKay. And I'm your other co-host and project coordinator, Christopher Sneed. And here at Cam, we love to focus on open and inclusive dialogue. And we have a great show lined up for you with Paul Hendrick from the Bee Sanctuary of Ireland. Yeah, it's going to be a great show. We've really been looking forward to it. Seems like a very interesting guy, very knowledgeable guy. And he's got, how, how many acres is it, Chris, he has? Oh. He has 55 acres, which is the size of 31 football pitches of mixed habitats. Yeah. Um, they're, they're kind of, their tagline from their bio is no hives, no honey, just wild. And before we get into the concluding part of this episode of the Can Projects podcast with our very special guest, Paul Hendrick, we'd like to recommend you check out their website at thebeesanctuaryofireland.com and you're in for an absolute treat over there. They do amazing photography and you also find them on places on social media like Instagram and I've seen some absolutely beautiful shots of nature and wildlife. They have 55 acres of land that they've let go wild and again we highly recommend you go and check out the thebeesanctuaryofireland.com it looks pretty comprehensive, Chris. And there's some really, really brilliant photos as well of like bees in their kind of environment. Yeah. yeah. And so, did you know, go on. The, the Bee Sanctuary of Ireland is the only dedicated, dedicated native wild bee sanctuary on the planet. Wow. It's a one of a kind endeavor. Wow. So it's kind of ahead of the game, I think it sounds like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great. Well, look, listen, guys, for today, I'm going to sit this one out because I'm going to be getting a bit of rest today. Um, so Chris is more than capable of doing this. This is way up his alley. And he actually <laughs> went out of his way to, to find this guest. And we had it in mind to have someone on to talk about a lot of the topics that he's going to cover. So I'm going to dash off and I'll be back at the end of the show to talk with Chris to ask how he got on and to hear about it and all. So, Chris... I'll 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 see you on the other side then. Hmm. Let me be there, Chi. Thanks, Slongafall. Slongafall, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> so we move on to solutions then, will we? The little um, things that people can do. We 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 know the solutions in in your in your in your backyard in your in your patch on your balcony. 
um, it's it's basically keep the chemicals out. You don't need chemicals. You don't need sprays. I mean, I mean, it, it, that's just a given. We don't. It's not even. Um, I'm trying not to get sidetracked again. It's not, it's not even an argument. You know, when it's not a debate, you don't need them. That's it. it it's, it's laziness. It's been marketed at you. It's, it's as a solution. You don't need chemicals. Don't use chemicals. Don't use sprays. Um, if you're buying, um, or if you put it, put in wildflowers, put in, put in native wildflowers as much as possible. But even then, you got to be careful. You got to look for this, this, if you can get them that, that they're untreated, they're organic or untreated at the very least. So there's no, there's no mm. pre treatment on the seed. Um, Again, when, when if you're growing in in, in um, compost, make sure it's peat free. Um, if possible, try and source vegan friendly that, that, that doesn't have the, the the bits in it that aren't that aren't um, that aren't vegan. I suppose um, <laughs> when when you um, leave your grass long, leave wild areas, leave mess. Um, don't don't be mm. trying to tidy it up. Um, leave bits of bits of wood around the place, like the piles of logs or bits of bits of timber. You get you'll get your your solitary bees going in that. If you if you if you can fit in a little bit of water, um, a small pond or something like that, just just a, that's just amazing in any garden, any space. Um, but it is basically, you I mean you can grow stuff like um, just green manures like phacelia, which 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 they're not native. But if, you, if you're in your own, if you within your own garden, you can grow them. Um, bees love it. Insects love them. Sunflowers are brilliant, brilliant in bees' diets. Um, stuff like and that. So I mean, have, we always they, we always talk about the native, the wildflowers. Um, your thistles are brilliant. Dandelions. Um, Knapweed yeah. is brilliant. It's it's what nature provides if you if you can source them. And it, it, what you do is you look around your own area and see what grows naturally in the ditches. And mm. that, that's what that's what's, what's do you, best. Do you know what though? Sometimes it's so hard to source native plants. It is, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I'm gonna give a, sh- a shout out to the seed savers in Cork because yeah. they have a lot of native species. They're they're really good for that sort of stuff. But um, like, it can be so hard. Like I was trying to source native chestnuts you know there's the sweet chestnut tree is native yeah. native and nowhere has them i've been yeah. trying to find them for months like so if anyone knows where i can get some send me a link <laughs> <And> <laughs> you're, you're getting you're getting to my next point which is we've got to look at that um we've there's i suppose people kind of go on about when they look at the horticulture industry and and flower engine and then they go about peat was the mm. was the kind of the, the the dirty little secret the dirty little secret is actually the fact that if you walk into a supermarket, a DIY store, or um, uh, a garden center, and you pick up plants, they're, they're pre-treated with a cocktail of chemicals that are actually harmful to your soil and bees. And people don't mm. notice. And we, we, we came across this five years ago. Uh, there was a research done in the UK. And we've been shouting about it and talking about it since. And I'm going to name names. The All-Ireland Pollinator Plan, which would be the official bee guys in this country, the ones that take up the space, sat on it. They've only started talking about it literally last week. We we came across it, and we we they, we were actually at something where they were actually speaking. They had one of their their top people there, and my wife stood up and said and brought this point up. Why would you not tell people about this? And I was like, couldn't shut her up quick enough. This was two or two two or three years ago. Didn't want to know about it. So we need to get that out there. And the reason I'm saying it is, unless people know that, I mean, if you if you go out on a on a, on a, a Saturday with your kids and you go right, we're going to do something for the bees. Let's go down to the garden center, spend a hundred euro. You go and you get your plants, and some they say be friendly on them. You know which plants you bring them back, put them in your garden. You go, I've done my bit, and then you find out afterwards. Well, actually, no, they were pre-treated with chemicals. They might have helped the bees. They mightn't have done. They might have been harmful to bees, insect soil. You're not, you, 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 you mightn't do it again. So we we try and get yeah. let people know in the first instance. This is what actually needs to be known, and then they can act on that. And people do act. On that. I think when like a lot of a lot of environmental. Um, 
people are kind of they undersell people they, they they underestimate people what they will do and what they what 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 they're capable of we don't we just say listen here's the truth this is what's going on now you know and a lot most yeah, people go that's that's no, that's we, news to me like I, yeah. I i i was looking at these b like b bombs and things and yeah. going, that's great that's brilliant you know you, you need, but, we um, need to look. We need to look deeper, and that, that, that's part of our messaging at everything. And look at us, at environmentalists, at politicians, at companies. We need to. People tend to do. They look at the, the surface. They go. Someone walks in and goes, "Listen, I'm from such and such in the NGO, and this is what we recommend." They go, "Oh, thanks. They must be good guys." And we go, "No, ask questions. Ask questions of everyone. Ask questions of us. Dig hmm. deeper. Think about it a little bit, and you'll find a lot of what you find is you're not you're not getting the right messaging. The, 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 the truth isn't there because people aren't brave enough to say it, or they've, they've they're what you're watching. They're their, their career or watching their their funding or whatever like that whereas we're not and we just go like this is what we've come across it's only our truth we're not right on everything but we try to be and we try to get it as right as possible and what we just say to, and when, when we say that to people like you're reacting there to go i didn't know that so where do i go what do i do they don't go oh no i'm not going to do it they go well how do we solve it and the way to solve yeah. that is people start walking into the garden centers and asking are these pre-treated and what you get is Oh, well, we don't treat them here. And then you go, well, were they treated before you bought them in? And then they'll go off and come back and go, actually, yeah, we think they were. So then you go, right, I'm not buying them. When you get ones in that are actually not treated, I'll come back and I'll buy them. And then they'll start yeah. supplying that demand. It's that simple. And the other, yeah. the other way, vote, vote with plants. your wallet. Yeah, and grow plants locally. I mean, there's a huge, huge potential for, oh, yeah. in every town and village in this country, for someone to be growing plants organically or chemical free and supplying them to the local people. And then our, our plant swapping and where you have your recycling, send, yeah. um, you know, where you go and you put your bottles back, have a table beside that where people can just leave plants for other people to take. They're just really simple. There's, there's actually, um, yeah, there's, um, there's a, 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 a seed swap in Bray, actually, not too I've far had, from you. Yeah, I heard that. I heard about that. Yeah, and that—that's the sort of yeah. initiative, and it, it makes people. It creates local involvement. It brings community together, mm. and it also possibility of creating small small businesses for people. You know, and and, and good clean mm. local small business, and that's what we, that's where we need yeah. to look. It's we we kind of say um, it's a big claim. If we did what we need to do to save the bees, we'd save not the planet, but our ability to to, to exist on the planet. And the people go, yeah, because it's about slowing down. It's about thinking about things. It's about asking mm. questions. It's about local it's about not spraying it's about questioning what we eat and how yeah. it's produced and those things will all together will, yeah, will actually make a huge impact and i mean like even if you're doing extra work in the garden it's extra workout as well like you know yeah like yeah. gardening is a great workout you know? yeah i mean, I mean there's studies done on, on on even touching soil and then and, and just 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 what mm. that does in, in the body and, and being outside and and say like say you're working out you're getting exercise you're you're connecting we have this thing where we're we're um we're separate from nature. We're like we're above nature. Mm. It was kind of we we we're the lords of of, of, our, of our our realm or whatever like that. We're not. We're not. We're just we're just kind of we're 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 yeah. we're a species that has um, supposedly intelligent, but has managed to kind of bring everyone bring bring every other species to its knees nearly. So we we need to mm. to realize that and and say say getting out and being around around nature and being around wild as well. Like it's it's um. We see people when they come yeah. here because we're not niche. Where people, I don't know what people expect when they say bee sanctuary, but they don't come. And we haven't got like rows of flowers and your your yeah. your bedding. Yeah, it's straight it's, lines. It's literally, it's literally wild. It's, it's literally you just come in and it's like we've mm. ducks, we've we've thistles, we've dandelions. There's there's brambles everywhere. There's and 
we kind of worry sometimes oh people expand and they come down they just go oh wow you know and 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 and, and you, you see that change in them like i say they come back and they're they're going back to their gardens and they're they're putting in a little wild bit and they're they're, they're taking photographs yeah. and they're sending them back to us and and we just love that and then it's that but you you need to have i think you need to be doing it to really believe you, there's so many so much stuff happens in hotel meeting rooms and in in you know in 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 urban areas we need to start getting people actually out into it with people yeah. that can just that with people that can just get them to relax in it and and not be kind of you, you show up if we if you showed up here at the sanction we we brought you into a, a polytunnel and then gave you a, an hour and a half lecture on on bees you're gonna go, you're gonna go no just let's just walk through and let's just chat and and that that's mm. what we do that's all we do that's literally all we do. Well, that sounds good though to me, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, so what do you think about these bee kind of um the bee um. The houses, the insect houses that they're selling everywhere. Are they are they work at, or are they just like a nice thing to think about and whatever? They, they, you know? they work to an extent, but there's, there's a lot of we don't we don't do that. We don't really we don't advocate for them because we one we think we should we should let nature do mm-hmm. like we should we should let it be be more, the more natural habitats. And um, we we tend to as as a species we we set we set up an industry and everything like there's someone will jump in and go oh there's, there's there's money to be made there we make them. They have to be designed correctly. They have to be the right sizes. If they're too big, you're going to bring pests and disease into it, and and you know it, it's it's not going to work. But they do work too to a certain extent. I've seen um, one where people, someone just gets a like an old can and puts in little mm. bamboo and hangs it up, and they're they're as good as anything else. You know what I mean? And smaller the better. Yeah. Because if you've got too many together. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna have pests. You're gonna have gone, disease, and yeah. they need to be cleaned yeah. out. They need to be hung in the right space. So yeah. there's huge, there's huge. We, what we'd say is, at least leave some dead wood around the place. Um, hmm. oh, I, I, that's something I always do. Actually, is um, I have like a pile of straw in one part of the garden and a pile of you know, pile of yeah. wood and some some of the red bricks. Red bricks they seem to love. Yeah, they'll, they'll go in. Any, any little cavities, anything like that. We had we had yeah. an area at the back of the house. We had to. Um, we had to put a pipe down in. So I, I dug it out and didn't get back to it. There was a delay. And so we left it. And two years later, the pile was there. That's where we, all, we have the most solitary bees. And it's just this pile of rubble. And it's literally just got little mm. holes all over it where all the solitary bees are, are in there. And we can't touch that now. So we're going to get the pipes exposed because we're not going to go in on it. We're going to have to leave it there, you know. Mm. But, but that, that, that's it, it, it's, it's get a little bit of rubble, a little bit of sand, a little bit of um, soil. Yeah. Pile it up and keep it scraped back, south facing in a in a in a kind of shelter spot at south facing, and you'll have solitary bees. Simple and, as that. And do you know do you know something, Ray? I to teach my son not to be scared of bees, right? I I have I've, I've, I've like quite often gone up with him and you know tickle the bee, you know, <laughs> just tickle the bee, and he's like watching me. He's like. But that, why doesn't this thing you? And it's like because I'm not screaming and waving my arms around. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not a threat. He, he kind of, you know, he realizes that I'm here and I'm not. They're they're, they're incredibly in- docile creatures. I mean, uh, pe- people. I mean, if you go back to say myself, even so many years ago, and be in the house, you'd be flapping away the buzzing on you, and they're, they're they're they are really docile. We don't we don't recommend people picking them up. But um, like if you you see be if you put your your hand down, they, they will crawl. They, they will decide. They, yeah. they might decide to crawl on it, and they'll That's they'll it. sit there. They warm up. They they kind of and then they'll fly off. And they want the soldier bees like that too. We I always have to say when I say this, you can get anaphylactic shock from from bee stings if mm. if you're if you're so don't go. Mm. Be aware of that because yeah. so you told me I could pick them up. No, you, we don't say you pick them up. They'll they'll raise the middle leg. They'll they'll think they're going to be attacked and they'll they'll turn around. And they'll, yeah. they'll they'll they'll, they'll do everything if, if, if they can escape. They will. But if they're trapped in the field, they're going to be. They'll they'll turn around. They'll they'll show you the stinger. Mm. Then they'll sting. 
Um, yeah. did you give you did you give you a two second warning? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. You've been told back off. You don't back off. It's your own. It's your own tough look. It, it's perceptions. It, it's kind of it's fears that have built up. And I suppose somewhere somewhere inside from from for millennia we've, we've associated the buzz as as I mean I, I came across I was one of my B facts recently when a mouse goes into a into a um, a bumblebee nest the bees immediately start hissing. Now the hissing is the wings that don't actually hiss to their mouth. They hiss. Yeah, yeah. But they, they wait until the, as soon as the mouse they wait until the mouse literally touches uh, one of the eggs or, or one of the bees and then they'll hiss and the mouse just goes that's it because it knows yeah. this is trouble knows off the noise so it's that kind of I suppose ingrained kind of thing that buzzing is bad it's wrong and then we we can we yeah. kind of tend to react to it but like I say it, it's we not sit out in when we we facility out there so the probably just sit there and there's just bumblebees flying and they'll they'll do the little dance where they come to come near you and they kind of you're in the way and they're trying to grab you know you that's it they're, they're just out doing their thing they're not interested unless you accidentally stand on them or, or squash them or, or something like that they're, yeah. they're not coming near they're not interested you know i um, do think it, i do think it's one of the it's one of the whether you get a bee on your hand or lands on you or you're, you're helping it out and it's crawled on it's one of the closest um connections we get with a true wild animal like you know what I mean? I mean, you don't. Most wild animals won't let you that close. Won't come when and when they do. And I always, yeah. I always say that to people. It's kind of appreciated for that because it, it's yes, it's only an insect and it's only small, but it it, it has the choice not to be there and it it, it will start sit on your hand. And most wild animals won't yeah. do that when when they're healthy. Yeah. When they're, when you know it. So it's it's that we kind of we miss that. It's that there's a nice connection there. Yeah, that's it. Like um, I I do love the bees. I do sit and watch them for hours on the fruit yeah. trees out the backyard. And like, yeah. You know, um, can, I kind of have a quiet space in the back garden with three, uh, an apple, a cherry, and a uh, pear. Yeah, yeah. And the the bees do love them, like, yeah, you know? yeah. They're, and I'd just it, be it, sitting there, and they'd, they'd be they'd be they'd be landing on me, chilling out for a bit, going off. You know. Yeah. I think I, th- I think I read somewhere now. I don't know how true it is that it's mostly people using lawnmowers and strimmers that get stung because of the high frequency sounds. I haven't come across. Check that out. I haven't haven't come across with that. That they because they I mean they they tend to just get out of there. I mean they tend. Why mm-hmm. not? If they they kind of unless they're trapped. Oh yeah, yeah. But you know, if, yeah, if you're it, coming up on where they're sleeping, like you know, yeah. if you're coming up on where they are. Yeah, yeah. High I mean, when we find we found a nest among the meadows last year, the ba- badgers have been in and they 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 taken the nest out, and. Mm. Um, it's it's a really sad thing to see. You see, like you look at the next day, the, the bees are going. They're confused. They don't know what their their, their base, their home's got. Mm. You know, they're, 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 but like unless you're if you go, if you go in on their on their home, they're going to they're going to turn around. And but again, they're not they're not. It's not like people have this 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 picture of um, you know, the, a wasp or honeybees chasing someone till they dive into the pond and they go under the water to stay. You know, it's it's not like that. Yeah. It's not without with our bumblebees and soldier bees. Any soldier bees. No. I've never been stung by one, but I believe even if you get like a lot of them, you wouldn't even notice if you've been stung by them. I mean, their 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 sting is designed for other insects to keep away from their from their from their nests. So it's it's not yeah. designed to, to hurt us. People have to think about being stung to um um, but um, like your honeybees can sting once because they've got a barbed yeah. stinger, and then when when they either try to fly away, you swat it away. It literally rips their whole abdomen out, and they're they're gone. You know, whereas our our, our bumblebees, it they have a smooth stinger. So they basically they sting they can sting as many times as they want, but like so if if they wanted to be the evil, the evil feckers they could, yeah. be, you know what I mean. So they're not. Um. Any anything else? And anything else you want to mention? Any plugs you want to throw for yourself or? Um. Not them. Um, we were like said we're we're not we're not great at plugging ourselves. We're we're here. Yeah. Um. 
if anyone wants to, like, if, if you're looking for information, we, we, we find, uh, like, where there's only the two of us doing this here and it, it's it's hectic between running it, running the physical sanctuary and then doing social media and trying to keep up. We get people on all, mm. all the time. But check out our website. We, we, we update it as often as we can get to it. it. It gives a lot of the information. It has flowers on it. It has, has about bees. Everything we've kind of spoken about is on it. We're, we're very... We're very we, we go into climate where a lot a lot of people stay away from it. It'd be easier to kind of ignore it and just be the the the, the, the nice guys talking about the bees. But um we, we go in fairly harsh on climate, on carbon offsetting and net zero and what we think of all that. Um because we feel it's it's part of the messaging and it's an important part of the messaging that um we need to get out there. And I I think people because we're doing it on the ground and it's 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 real, people kinda of take that. You know, they they'll take us about what we talk about climate as well where we're not just talking about climate we start off with bees but it's 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 part of it but I check out our website it's, it's, um, it's, it's all interrelated like it's a, it's a holistic thing you know yeah hollows yeah. being the greek for for whole yeah again it's a domino effect you know we'll be back with more from the calm projects podcast after these short messages Here at Can, we like to focus on open and inclusive dialogue, and sometimes a bit of literature as well. So, Chris, we're gonna we're we're opening up a new chapter in the readings, the classic stories for Chris needs. Yeah, we're going to be starting on the Time Machine, which is a classic, classic H.G. Wells novel. It's a classic for a reason as well, because it's really, really good. I love it. It's been made into a film a few times, and uh, sometimes musicals, audio dramas. Chris Need Classic Readings. Are you an artist or creator with a social conscience? Do you have an inspiring story or material to share that's helpful to people? Are you an expert on culture, arts, nature, or wellness? If this sounds like you or someone you know, we'd love to hear from you at Can Projects, where we advocate that active engagement in positive and creative outlets is beneficial to our health and environment. Our talk show Can Projects podcast reaches 20 plus online platforms and features insightful, inspiring and expert guests. You can check out the show on our free archives on Spreaker.com and YouTube. We'd love to hear from you, so please feel very welcome to email us at canprojects.info at gmail.com. Help each other. Help us all. And before we get into the concluding part of this episode of the Can Projects podcast with our very special guest, Paul Hendrick, we'd like to recommend you check out their website at thebeesanctuaryofireland.com and you're in for an absolute treat over there. They do amazing photography and you also find them on places on social media like Instagram. And I've seen some absolutely beautiful shots of nature and wildlife they have 55 acres of land that they've let go wild and again we highly recommend you go and check out the bee sanctuary of ireland.com now for the concluding part with very special guest paul andrick um, yeah. like you mentioned that uh, you mentioned the wolves in, t- in relation to rewilding that when the wolves showed up the beavers showed up you know yeah, yeah. and then the then the then the uh, then the elk showed up again you know yeah. because the apex predator was there to keep everything else in order. Yeah, I mean, I mean that, yeah. that, that's what comes down to us. We've yeah. issued with deer here because um, we, 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 if we plant trees, we have to fence them off and like say our veg mm-hmm. and anything like that. Anything that's not wild, 
Um, they yeah. do, they do, they do. They're, they're good and that they're coming through and they're grazing and they're spreading the wildflower seed for us and they're, 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 they're kind of making pots that the, the seed can actually get to the ground from that point of view. But trees-wise, like we we, we, we moved yeah. a willow tree there recently into the middle of a field and we thought we'd get away with it. And that night they were literally in on gone. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's, and that's because... Hairs are, hairs are a nightmare for that as well, actually, yeah. for saplings. I believe, but I'd like to say we don't have any hairs here. So if we, we'd put up with it, if, if we could get some hairs on it, we, we'd love it. But um, um, yeah. it, it's, it's again, like so the deer are, are there because there's no wolves. Um, but yeah. again, we have to, I, I sometimes think people go on about wolves, it becomes their kind of thing. Um, yeah. Realistically, we don't, I don't think we have the, the space in this country far, no. far them. And, and, no, um, we, a, wolf, a wolf pack needs about 50 miles of range, like, you yeah, know. Yeah. And, and we, we haven't got I, that. I, I can, there. Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of any part of Ireland now that has fifty miles of forest, really. Yeah, yeah. It, it, we we my my take on that is we'd be better off concentrating on our bees. We'd be better off concentrating on our smaller mm. mammals, on our on our we hedgerows. Do what like, we do what we can do without uh, you know having yeah. wolves walking into into the middle of your house and estate. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, like I say, it, it, it's 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 almost a distraction yeah. from the real work that needs to be done on leaving our hedgerows, leaving our wildflowers and trees like. Oh yeah. We're cutting trees down like like it's you know what I mean it, it's um, the the, like, the hedgerows is a bit of a bugbear of mine right apart from you know like yes they should not cut the hedgerows during nesting seasons and this and that right that's not a problem for me the problem is the machinery that they use doesn't do a good job right a traditionally managed hedge you only have to come back to it every three years yeah it's actually less labor to traditionally manage a hedge than it is to come along with your tractor, burn a hay load of diesel, just mince it down. And it's back two months later, like, you know. It's, 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 it, the reason that it's, it's become an industry, it's, it's like, it's, if we, we know around this area, there's one guy, doesn't even have like a land, and he goes around, and he, he comes around, and he's doing it two times during the winter now, three times during the winter, and during the summer when he wants to, they go, oh, well, we stopped and we have these fights all the time, we're on the side of the road with them. You call the MPWS, you call the guards, nothing happens, there's no, and, it, it's it's what we've found, it, 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 apart from what it's doing to the flowering hedgerows and the actual hedgerows, we've noticed um, noise pollution because they've cut them down. On the, we were near, very near to a, the main um, Tinahili. We can hear the cars every time a car goes down. We can hear it for about a mile as it goes away all the way along. Mm. So that's 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 uh, plus one thing. Like I, I watch all these other guys talking about it. And again, a lot of them are from from urban areas. They're going about the hedgerows and what we need to do. What they're missing is, and I've noticed, the only trees that have been left along the hedgerows now are at the telegraph poles because yeah. they can't get to them with the big machinery. So obviously yeah. what's going to happen then is the ESB or telecoms are going to come out and take them down. And the reason that that's happening is it's just too much trouble to lift the machinery out and put it in the other side of the tree. So they're just trying to make it as easy and quick as possible. So we're literally losing trees out of laziness. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? They're not that's a danger. Right. They're not. And, and I've not seen anyone else talking about that because you got to be out living it and looking at it and really really thinking about it and we, we go around the road it's just like flash all the trees are cut, cut out because it just makes it quicker for him to go along I, I, I'm fairly sure I've harped on about a fair few times on this, on that, this podcast that's great, that's great to hear so. yeah but, um, but I actually picked up a really interesting book which um, is Myths and Legends of the Irish Hedro right and I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm going to reach out to the author and see if we can get like an interview with them oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll get that one. I'll get that. No, yeah, but it, 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 um, it, and it's it's it's. I mean, people say to me, "Well, what's what's the what's like with wildlife with nature? What we, we've pushed them to the hedgerows, and now we're taking the hedgerows, and that, yeah. that's that's where and we're that's at." It, but, but like, 
there's a big savings to do in traditionally managing. You know, like you, mm-hmm. you, you have cut the branch and you weave it back into itself yeah. so that the growth goes in on itself. It yeah. makes a much better stock-proof barrier, right? So you don't need as much barbed wire and stuff like that, which means less maintenance. Yeah. And you only have to come back to it every few years because it's growing into itself. It's only when it starts to, you know, branch yeah. out again. Like, yeah. it, it, it's, it's a case of, and it's been said to us, we've stopped these guys. I've got the machinery. I'm going to use it. And then that, that's it. Like, yeah. that, then we've we got to pay for it. And these guys, they're, they're trying to make a living. I get that. Like, we're not, we're not oh. kind of heading the sand out, but, but, um, they'd be better off making their living doing something positive for the environment. That's what we need. We need yeah. to have this kind of retraining and re- rethinking whereby instead of putting the machine on the back, they like you say, learn to learn to traditionally manage them and then pay pay people to do something positive rather than paying them to do something negative. And that that's, yeah. that comes back to training, to advocacy, to education, to people having the balls to actually do it at a legislative le- level too, to actually to actually say, you know, there are, you know yourself, it's, well, we're in for four years, we got to get re-elected or we got to, and th- yeah. that, that, that sort of thinking is never going to allow that, you know, until, until people start really, and the narrative is, 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 is there, it, it, it's everything suits speed, growth, not, not, not growth of trees, not, not growth of wildflowers, but no. economic growth. And, sometimes you feel like it's like it's, it's, it's a complete losing battle then sometimes you go and say something positive happens but we don't see enough enough happening at a, at a level that's going to make an impact that's the truth of it that's the sad truth that's it. you know we, we, we realise here we can protect as much as we can this 55 acres and make it as perfect and as, as beautiful and inspiring as we can for nature but as soon as we step outside it you're back into mm. reality and that that's that's yeah. that's the sad part yeah well you see the thing is it is a very big boulder and it's a very steep hill Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah, and uh, we all need to get get a shoulder to it, really. You know, yeah, yeah. Every, the more people pushing the boulder, the easier it is to get it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And we and we need everyone pushing it. Like we we we, we again, it, it kind of referencing for people just talking to their own little silo or their old people on 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 social media. Um, we we tend to try and talk to the people that aren't interested, and we will take them on. That's that's where yeah. that's where interest lies. And if if, if it's if it's CEOs, if it, if it, if it's corporations, if it, if it's business, that's where we want to be. There's no point in us talking to uh, 15 people in Anorak. and they're, they're they're lovely, and they come down and we and we show them around. And mm. it, it's kind of you're, you're preaching to the converter. We want we want to talk to the people that go no, yeah. that's bullshit, and we go right. Sorry, I don't know what I can say, but um, you know, and we we can go in and go. Well, actually, here's why it's not. And and spend that. That's the challenge, and that that's what we like. I mean, I mean, it, it's 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 much mm. much more interesting to talk to someone who's who's kind of holding an opposite view and trying trying to find some middle ground or somewhere where you can sway them over to your side. And a, a, a foil to fence against. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's easier. You know. it's easier. Hmm. That's it. I mean, I, I I do often worry about the echo chamber effect, where you're just talking to people who agree with you. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. I, I, me, me and Shane have both said this to each other that we'd love to have someone on who disagrees with us at some stage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been on long enough. I, I've been on my best behaviour. Come back next time, I'll do something with you. Oh, I'd no, love to have you back. It's, it's a fact. Love. I mean, I watch, I watch, I don't particularly like it, but I watch um, Bill Maher on um, um, mm-hmm. oh, comedy. And, and like, he, in fairness to him, he has people on from the other side and he tries to, tries to, tries to, he gives them their voice and we need to do that. There's no point in us being here yeah. going. I mean, I mean, I don't do this whole farmer vegan thing because it's just it's labeling. So we see if you say you're a vegan, then the farmers are against you. If you say you're a farmer, then the vegans. What we got to do is go and find some middle ground that's beneficial yeah. to us all. And when I say middle ground, I don't that's mean kind of, I don't mean something that's not going to work. We got to find a middle ground where it's an actual solution that we we can all yeah. live with. I mean, it's it's I see see what's happening with 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 
with um Pete with 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 the bogs with with with, with a lot of things and it's kind of uh, how do I put it? We can. We, we, some, of us, some, of, some, of, some of us are going to have to lose out, but we got. We got to help those people. I mean, if you're in the wrong industry, mm. that industry was set up that was possibly viable and possibly looked good in the '60s or '70s or '50s, yeah. and we know isn't good now. We got to stop it, but we got to help these people out of it. But it, it, it doesn't mean we shouldn't stop it. You know what I mean? We, we used yeah. to use asbestos on roofs. We used to. It, it's not good. So the people that were in the asbestos business, tough. But you got you. You're back the wrong horse. But it doesn't mean we got to say now get out. But we got to help them get off that horse and yeah. And oh yeah, yeah, up, yeah. You know, but that there's not enough take, of that. It, it's take your negatives and make them pluses, really. You know. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it, like if if you're not harvesting the turf, you could be you know managing the peatlands. Yeah. You know, you could you could be managing them and kind of like um. There's a thing in England where a lot of the farms have gone to like a safari version. You know mm. where they're. They're managing the wildlife and they're making more money from bringing t- people on tours to see the wildflowers yeah. and the wild trees and the wild yeah. animals than they ever were for making like crops. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's that know? balance. We, we, we need to, like you say, you'll get, when you get back, I found on that thing I was on the other day, we need to feed the world, we need to feed the world. And I was on something recently where we were going, can we feed the world through organic and vegan? And I went, I'm not even going to have that debate. Mm. We can. It's if we choose to or not. And, and, and it's again, it's, when it comes to farms, we could turn around, look at our farms, go create, create um, um, power on the farms, put a section of the farm over to solar panels that we can have, we can have um, wildflowers among, section of flower doing, farm doing horticulture and a section doing beef and dairy. I mean, I mean, people aren't going to, you know, go off that completely. No. So we have to, but we need to just moder- moderate everything in moderation, bring it down and, and look at what, and that it also may, means the, 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 the farmers would be, they'd have more security of income because if, if something goes down in price, then they've got the other thing to lean on, mm. not that all their eggs aren't in one barket, basket. And I, mean, I, I spoke to a couple of years back, there was 40 farmers from Wexford and they were kind of, it was somebody was asked to come in and just talk about biodiversity. They were trying to get them, they were low income farmers, they're trying to get to think about doing other things. And I said to them, listen, if I could get you payments just to put in an organic meadow, meadow one acre organic meadow, and I, I, I gave a figure to them and every single one of them said yes, from young to old. And some said, listen, I turned turn the whole farm over. But that's not the narrative you'll hear from the IFA and big beef and big dairy because they don't want them doing that. They want to. No, because. They want, you know, and so, so family farms have been let down by hmm. their representatives in the, the likes of the IFA who are in the pocket of the big, big beef and then have the politicians in their pocket too. Oh, yeah. You know, and I know. mean, there's so many things that can be done to make farms more profitable while helping the environment. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, I mean, biomethane is a thing. It, yeah, it exists yeah. as companies are making money on it because they exist because they make money. Yeah. yeah you know what exactly. I mean? Um, if, if every farm had a biomethane digester and they're putting the animal wastes in, it would be removing methane from the environment, burning it, which produces less carbon dioxide than like other, you know, fossil fuels and things. You know, and yeah. like there for, are for big trans, yeah, like for big transit trucks and things, electric doesn't work really. Mm-hmm. Unless you have an inductive charging strip on the motorways and things, mm-hmm. which is massive input. Now, for about two thousand euros, you can convert a van, a large van, to LPG, like li- li- liquid propane gas. But that can also li- burn LBG, which is liquid biogas. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. And there you go. Like you're you're reducing the carbon emissions from mass large vehicles doing massive massive distance. Yeah. While removing methane, which is a 
fairly damaging greenhouse gas. And you know, yeah, yeah. And these are things that would actually put more money into the exchequer, into the into the coffers because they're they're reducing our reliance on importing fuels. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it, it's know? like they, there, there are solutions out there. It, it's it's the narrative. It's it's who's it's who's it's who's in the ear of the politicians. It's who's got the mm. the money to spend on the PR and the and the and the lobbying. And that that's that's what it is. Like we know that it's no. Yeah. I'm not I'm not telling anyone anything new here. It, it, it it's it's just sometimes you need to say it out loud. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, and just we just need to acknowledge it. it. It it's um there's there's not there's nothing we can't we can't achieve. But it, it's do we want to achieve it? And it, 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 we're not being represented at, at, at a legislative level in any country no. worldwide. No, I mean you look at the parties, for example. <laughs> yeah, you, 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 look, yeah. you look at what's go, you look at what's going on in Ukraine. I mean, no, no citizen really wants that worldwide. So we're talking about a few. We won't we won't call name, but we, we like we know what's 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 leading us in a lot of countries. And there's there's a, <laughs> there's a, a lack of honest, brave leadership. Right across the board. I mean, America, everywhere. It, 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 it's, it's no, it's no news. And until the, the citizens and the ordinary person isn't being represented, and that that's what it comes down to. And social media has a lot to to, to play in what's going on as well. And um, it, it, we, what we try and do here is we try and use it for good. We just we just put out good stuff on it, and it's because it's too easy to get in, start fights, and start arguments, and start taking positions, yeah. and. You know, so it, it's yeah. until we, we, but we, it doesn't mean we should work, work, work act at, a, at an individual and a community level anyway. You know what I mean? And try and, oh, yeah. 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 Like, um, there's a lot of initiatives going on that, that will help, but apart from anything, they'll help to highlight that people want this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and when once, 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 um, the scales are tipped towards more people like being visibly wanting the right path. Then the government will instantly flip flop over and go, "Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, because yeah, without, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, without the votes, yeah, without the votes, they're not there." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's but it's 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 there's there's not there's not a lot of. There's, I, mean, I mean, I've been part of the reason we're, we're involved in this, and part of the reason I'm talking today. I mean, when I was, I, I didn't open my mouth till I was in my forties. I was the, the quiet guy mm-hmm. at the back of the class that knew the answer but wouldn't put his hand up. You know what I mean? That's sort of and so you spend your time watching and observing, and it, it's kind of a. An angle, and then somewhere I decided, you know what, I'm just going to start saying stuff, and just, then you know, you can you can listen to me or not, I don't care. And if you want to have me on, you do. If you don't, you don't. I'm not, I'm not here to be a superstar. I actually go. As, well, we want as, to have yeah. you on again at some stage. <laughs> I, 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 I actually used, I actually came, like I put up on. I was never on social media. I went, we went to the, the um, when we when we we kind of discovered social enterprise as we were launching. Someone said you should go up to one of the SEI and apply for there, and we got on right. it. And someone up there said you need to go on social media. I wasn't interested. It just maybe it's my my age or whatever. Just not interested. So I got in and I put up as, as at the B guy, kind of as a joke, because I didn't want people to know my name because we're not here. You, but what we do with a lot of environmentalists and advocates is we watch them and the ones that want to be on the stage and are draped over the podium and saying, "Look at me." You know, when it becomes about them and not the cause that they're talking about, then that's when we question. And we like say, well, like I'm here and I'm blabbing out of me. I can't keep you here for another three hours. Yeah. I prefer not to be. I love prefer to be watching watching a football match or playing with the yeah. kid. Oh no, kid, me, you know? me and Shane, me and Shane said have said to each other quite a lot that the ultimate marker for our success will be not having to do this anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, when we can just drop the mic and go, that's it, we're done. Yeah, that job done. It, it, it's, we're, we're the same. We're the same. We, we kind of we look at. Um, I know I keep saying with other other 
ENGOs or environmentalists, you kind of go, well, you know what, if it was solved tomorrow, what would they do? I mean, I've, I have a list yeah. of stuff. <laughs> I have a list of stuff I'm putting off right now to do this. I'm not interested in doing this on one level. I don't want to be doing this. It'd be so good to just walk out tomorrow and go, well, you know what, the bees are fine. Nature's fine. Planet looks like it's going to be okay. I'm going to play football with the kids. I'm going to read a book that I've missed. Yeah. I'm going to go and plant some stuff. That's, that's where our real interest lies. I'm not interested in talking to you. No offense, but I'm not interested in <laughs> spouting out of me to you guys because that, that's what it is. You know, no. it, it, but it, it, it's, it's, I, I, I totally you know, get you. I, yeah, you know. what, what's funny is when you come at it from that perspective, you'd be like, say, there's a freedom to it. And there's when you be like, we just, hmm. we, we've, we've had threats of, of lawsuits because we were on webinars and we, we referenced somebody and we referenced the college and we referenced an NGO, didn't name any names, right? And the following day, this was up on YouTube, and this some a person stepped forward and said, "That's about me and Trent the suit." So they actually owned it, which was we couldn't like yeah. there was no there was no they couldn't, and it also told us that someone was watching this. But YouTube. because you never named names, they, they didn't. We're, yeah. we're here. Well, we're having influence, and we're having some effect because they're busy. Yeah. They're they're interested enough to watch us. You know, yeah, so. and angry enough to say something. Yeah, and, yeah, and and they threatened, they threatened the lawsuit, not to us against the people who put it out there. It was, it was, and I was going, well, why didn't you stand up to this person? Like, they just backed off immediately because, and what we like, I said we were only telling the truth about what had been said to us. Didn't reference it. Like, there was no way we, we there was no connection back. Yeah, and so that just we, we, the whole environmental sector of this country is very incestuous. If you if you look at it, there's the same ten to fifteen people and everything. And like, I, there's only twenty four hours in the day. So how do you have the time to give it all, give it their all to all these things mm. properly? Beyond me. You know, uh, I mean, so, if you're big enough, you can just auction off your sunglasses. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Not to name exactly. any names. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, 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 it's a fact. I mean, it, it's a small country, but it's. Um, I'd say, but I always say to people, if someone walks in from an ENGO, like the, the largest ENGO in this country, has had the charity regulator in twice within two years, and it's not mentioned. Mm. No one's interested. We kind of went, "What's this? This surely this is bad for." Bad for people that are trying to raise money for environmental issues and try to tell people. Tumbleweed. Yeah. You know, there, there, yeah. there was a press press release and then no one, no, no, no editorial on it, nothing, and it's not been mentioned since. That's what goes on. And, and it, it, it's, it's so it's not people kind of think, oh, all us environmentalists and all these people are for the planet are in together. It's cutthroat. They're all watching their funding, they're all watching their they're, their, they're, their, they're, 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 they all want that slice of the pie. Yeah, yeah, and they're not letting anyone else. And you know what? We 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 came into this going. We're not looking for your slice of pie. We'll figure it out ourselves. And so we're, we're we're very much what we do is very inspirational, and a lot of people love it. But we're very much outside that whole environmental clique. And you know what? We're comfortable and we like it here. That's that's the, that's that's our take on it. You know, we will we kind of keep them honest because in one respect, because we're not we're not scared to 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 say something that's going to lose us a backer or lose a funding. We just say this is what we see on the ground. This is what we think about this. Take it or leave it. And because we're actually doing it, a lot of people take it. Hey, that's brilliant. Um, I think we'll wrap it up for today, though, because okay, <laughs> sorry, you know, Shane, Shane's gonna have to go through all this and all, and uh, I like we we like to keep it in chunks. There's a bit smaller, but yeah. I've had a great time. I would love to like have you back again. Yeah, you know? like uh, it's great. It's great to be on somewhere you can just chat, but it's not just. It's not kind of. Anoraki, yeah. you know, trying to put it that way, you know, to just, you just, you just oh no, it. I have my Anorak in the closet. <laughs> I have, <one> too, right? <laughs> yeah, but um, no, no, thank you. you know what? Actually, it's been lovely. Yeah, I, I, I always say this every time anyone mentions Anoraks, right? It's not an English word, it, it's, it's actually an no, it's actually an Inuit word. Um, that, that. translated over, yeah, crazy that one. 
that because <laughs> I always say what one of my bugbears is um when you when you talk to someone it's to do with nature I they, they used to always say biodiversity we but we we've never said the word by we always say nature because most people don't even know the definition mm. of biodiversity we say nature and if you look at a lot of people that are really into it and the first thing they'll do is they'll 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 name it be and then they'll give you the Latin name or a flower and then they go to the Latin name. Mm. And kind of okay, you've you've cut off half your audience there, right? You're most of most yeah. of they, they, they don't they don't want to know. You're just showing off, and like my my answer is, well, what's the what's the Latin for anorak? So now I know it's in you, yeah. so I can I can I can, <laughs> I can switch that around. But it, it, it's just it's just it's part of what we do here. So keep it simple, mm. keep it keep it really keep it simple, stupid. I suppose. Yeah, you're 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 not talking like keep the technical jargon for when you're talking to technical people. You know, yeah, yeah. when you when you're talking to you know and. Talk plainly for people who don't get the jargon. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. The, the, re- it's, it's, the reason it's why just doctors... off. it's just showing off. It's like, yeah. like that's all it is. Yeah, that's it. Like the reason doctors have the charts on the wall is so they can remember the names of the muscles because nobody really cares. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I studied anatomy and physiology, right? Right. I learned all the names of all the muscles of the face and all the hands. That you know, I'd be triggered if I can remember them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I'm the same even like when it comes to bees. When it comes to I mean, in one ear out the other. But it, it's I have to, <laughs> I, 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 I came across this. Do you, this you get this buzzing in your head when that happens. <laughs> 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 Not much in there to stop it getting right through. But I, 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 yeah. what I, what I came across was it was a quite. I, I've never been able to find. I came across a, a quote from a guy. From, I think it's the 1700s or something. And. It, the gist of it was, and it's it's what it's what it's the way my mind works. And the way I look at it is, I don't need to know every detail of what's there. I just need to know what's there. Mm. Yeah. And that, that that's our take on. I mean, I don't I don't know a lot. Of, I'm not an expert. I don't never claim to be. What I'm what I'm doing is I'm I'm a, I'm a marketing guy for nature. I suppose I'm, I'm the guy that's trying to get people to, to to notice it. And I don't I don't but I don't need to know every detail of everything there to sit in it and just to know what's there is enough. Hmm. But it's it's that knowing it's there is the problem. We need to make sure it's there. So uh, you better shut me up because I'll keep going. You won't. You won't get off. I, I, I'm kind of tempted to keep going, but no, <laughs> no. I'll, I'll come back. Don't worry. I'll come back if you want me. Yeah. If if, if the oh, legal man. if the legal people let me. <laughs> <laughs> We'd love to have you back at some stage. Yeah. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure. Likewise. So thank you, Paul Hendrick. Han. Hendrick. Okay. Hendrick. <laughs> Hendrick. I keep getting a flash of. A guy with an afro playing guitar, and it just yeah, you know, no, comes my, out. <laughs> my, my, my mates called me Jimmy all my life, so that that was it. Yeah. that's what yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, well, my last name is Sneed, and I've heard everything from Snide to Snaps. Yeah, people tend to it, it's one of those things with, with names that aren't 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 Murphy or, or O'Brien. They kind of look at yeah, it. Yeah. They, gotta, they have to have a problem with it there, you know. So, but no, no, it's, yeah. Hendrick's a bit of a different one. I mean, in Wexford, there's a yeah. lot of Hendrix, but there's not many Hendrix. So I'll allow you that one. Yeah, uh, it's like my friend Sadabibiv, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> 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 well, I'll let you get on because you've probably got a lot of stuff to do at the moment. Yeah, and do yeah. do do get do get up to us if you get a chance. Give us a shout. We'll we'll, we'll show you around. Oh yeah, you can, you can judge make, for yourself I'll, on the ground. I'll make a day of it. Bring 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 the family and all. You know, more than welcome. And a picnic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 Love to you. Thanks, Chris. Cheers. And uh, I'll give you our tagline. You know, when you can help each other, help us all. <laughs> good one. Good one. Right. I like it. Bye now. Thanks, Chris. Cheers.
and the Khan Project's email is khanprojects.info at gmail.com and you'll find a link to the Khan Project's website in the description. All the best.